Just boost the volume if you have to. I don't know where to boost the volume. That's the problem. Well, in your final mix, you can oh, turn yeah, it up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I got you. I got you now. Okay, well, uh, whew. Good Lord, we got to move shit. What is this? We're Why do I have a half-empty beer can? See? We are totally not. Because <sighs> your beer is so see-through and so light. I have a... Because it's a natty light. It's naturally light. Yeah. Uh-huh. You can't see through Hi, it. Hi, Boot. Hi, Your Highness. How are you? <laughs> I am not at all frustrated <laughs> with audio technology. <laughs> we, I swear on my life. It's we just fine. went through a, a little bit of an ordeal. Oh, it's fine. We mm-hmm. didn't ordeal. Your balls aren't blue anymore. Nope. And nope. I think my ribs I, are. I feel like our hearts are beating over on that audacity monitor oh, thing. They're totally beating that over there. That thing that I... Really want to punch through the Ethernet world right now. You know, you, you did really well with your frustration. I'm, I am. This is why. Very proud of you. Oh. Hi, Boot. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Your Highness. Didn't we already do this? How you doing tonight? I'm doing very well. How Thank are you? Thank you for choosing Michigan Murders and Music. Mm. We appreciate your guys listening to us and putting us in your earball, where mm-hmm. we discuss murders in our gorgeous state. We uh, top it off with a little homegrown music, leaving yep. you with a happy ending, and on a good note. On a good note. Do we have any new Facebook likers this we, week? We actually likers. have a couple of uh, new Facebook likes. We have friends. New uh, Facebook friends. Friends. Uh, we have Danielle yes. Margic. From New York. Okay, and we have Kevin Geerling out of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yeah. Beer City. So if you guys thank you. would please... Yeah, thank you. Oh, huge thank you. If you send us your mailing address, we will send you a sticker. I sure will. Your Highness will get that right in the mail. Yep. Pop we it have, right off to you. We the have end. some stamps. I, I bought spooky Halloween stamps. Happy Halloween, oh, by the way. Nice. Can't Happy really Halloween. do much. If you guys could do us a favor and share our podcast with a friend or like us on one of the I don't social know, areas. Any of the social media places. We're at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You can uh, rate us on the Apple stuff. So uh, we actually have a disclaimer. Uh, well, if your husband digs up a femur in your backyard and then quickly buries it again looking around sheepishly, <laughs> don't blame us. How does sheep look around? That's that's on him. Oh, you uh, you know what that, that look. So we have no influence on his actions. Absolutely not. Nothing. And also, there's going to be talk about murder and death, and I'm going to swear. All kinds of things. Possibly. You know, Her Highness... Says naughty words. I do sometimes. I I try to get her not to, but you know, the F word turns into a 
a different F word. <laughs> the S word turns into a another different S word. <laughs> it just doesn't help. Okay. Keeps on going. So we try. Did we cover all of our opening bases? Oh, we certainly did. Where are we going to today? Uh, today we're going to the mm, West Michigan area that includes Ada and uh, parts of Lowell, parts, I think. Grand Rapids. Lowell, Grand Rapids. You know, I, I, I don't know how far I want to reach out on this. Yeah. It's but, an Ada. Yeah, mostly Ada. Before we start, I was like, okay, the last story was really long because I listened to a whole book on it. And um, I looked up a story and found it, and it was a little too recent. And there's just so much going on in the world right now that I wanted an old, oldie, like O-L-D-E murder. And It's old with an E? Yeah. Old E. Yeah, dumbass. Shut up. I go back and I find an old murder, and it's the exact same situation, basically, only back in ni- the 1900s. And you'll learn that situation in a few minutes. But we just, you know, it just goes to show that people don't change. When we're in times of stress, there's two groups. People either go rogue or they're good and they help each other. Mm-hmm. And... um we're seeing a lot of that people are being squeezed out of their homes and they're losing rent because of what's happening in 2020. Oh, and, and people are going rogue. There's a lot of people going a little, little cray-cray. Mm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just thought it was kind of entertaining because I was like, oh, let me go find an old story. And it ended up being basically the same thing just back in the 1800s. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. messed up. So, so Arthur R. Hamlet... What can you tell us about him? We didn't really couldn't find out a lot about Arthur. Mm-hmm. He's 68 years old at the time of this situation. He lived at 421 Pettis. He was one number off from 420, dude. <laughs> if if I can... <laughs> yeah, goof. Our next house, I'm just going to Google 420 It's 420. Oh, we got to move there. We're moving there. It appears he lived with Bertha Hagen... Aged 88. I don't know if she was a family member. I couldn't find anything. Remember, this is back in the day, dudes. Is it Bertha Hagen or Bertha Hagen? Nina Hagen? Yeah, yeah. Or Bertha Hagen. Nina. Ber- Bertha Hagen. Ber- he lived with Bertha. And uh, Arthur rented his home out on Pettis Avenue from Glen Ward Pettis. Mm-hmm. What can you tell us about Mr. Glen Ward Pettis, Boot? Well, he was born in Grand Rapids. Mr. Pettis was a graduate of Central High School. He graduated from the University of Michigan and the University of Detroit Law School. He also attended the University of Dijon in Dijon, France. Oh. France. Do you have any gray poupons? Oh, that's the that's only French good. I can speak. Dijon. Do you have any gray poupons? Dijon must <laughs> I missed those commercials. They were they were kind of cool. They were fantastic. They yep. had really cool limos in those commercials. Yeah, they did. He was also a World War One Army veteran. He's the good guy in this story. He, he is. He was a reporter for the Grand Rapids Press from 1920 to 1922. Yeah, that's crazy. Mr. Pettis left to become superintendent of schools in Wayland. This is Wayland, Michigan. 
for three years. So it's funny how they say he left Ada to go to Wayland. Like now, that's like a morning commute. They yeah. made it sound like he left. Well, yeah, it's the state practically. It's, it's quite a ways away. Yeah, it's right. a cruise, but now not it's that not far. like it. Literally, people drive that to work every day. Mm-hmm. All the time. So after he was a superintendent of schools in Wayland for three years, he then decided to practice law briefly in Detroit. Yeah. And then after he practiced law, this guy's like a dude of all trades. He, they were still down in Detroit and he became a social science teacher in the Detroit school system until he retired in 1960. Mm-hmm. So all of his, what did he go to? Three or four colleges. he very much he's a bit of an he, intellectual yeah he took dude. very much advantage yeah. of all of his skills i think and yep. kind of just dabbled in all of it which was really cool and while he was superintendent in wayland he began a boxing club where he tutored and trained martin levindowski levindowski thank you you're welcome i know some polish people <laughs> i state- have three of them <laughs> <laughs> A state, national, and international boxing champion. That's insane. I'll have to see if there's any videos. I didn't go down that there, rabbit hole. There might be, yeah. He moved back to the Ada area after his retirement in 1960. Yep, remember he retired from Detroit. Sometime yep. around 1958, Glenn lost his wife, Anna Rush Pettis. Um, mm. I couldn't find out how she passed away. I know that they did have a daughter. So... Do we have a little history on the Pettis family? Yeah, the Pettis. Most people around here are going to recognize Pettis for Pettis Avenue. Pettis, yeah, Pettis it's Avenue. It's the most beautiful drive to take. Any well, any time of the year except for winter, in my opinion. Even then, if the roads are clear, it's beautiful it's drive. Nice. Beautiful yep. drive. So, okay, we've been talking about Glenn. Let's talk about Glenn's history and the history of that area a minute because this is kind of a short story. Glenn's dad's name was Edwin and Edwin was born in Ada on March 1st in 1856 at a farm that was homesteaded by his dad Edward. We've got Edward, Edwin, and Glenn. Mm -hmm. So uh, Edward would be Glenn's grandpa. Edwin, Glenn's dad, Helped his parents clear 150 acres of woodland. That is a major task. 150 acres. Okay, today that would be a fucking major task. I'm thinking a half acre, and my arms are going to fall off with the days. And they didn't have chainsaws. They're they're doing it with saws and you know um, what's crazy ironic rudimentary tractors and stuff. Yeah, what? My family moved here from New York, and they. They actually lived with other family for a while in a pig pen. But it was back in that day when Cedar Springs you do was what being you logged. Do. Yeah, you do what you got to do. Yeah. Cedar Springs was being logged and my family moved here. And it's actually in the Cedar Springs history book that they used oxen to log their land while they built their property. So just like... That's cool Glenn's history. dad did. My family did the same thing. Back then, it was pretty common. 150 acres of wooden land they they cleared with oxen. They built a house on there in 1844, which is still there. So you know we're road tripping this weekend, right? Oh, yeah. We're going to go see it. Oh, yeah. We got to go see it for sure. The house is beside a flowing spring. 
Oh, fresh water? Yeah. It was a favorite stopping spot for Indians traveling by trail from the Thornapple River and Chase Lake to Ada, which basically is how they did a lot of their trading back then. So I thought that was kind of a cool background. Glenn Pettis, the guy who is the victim in our story, his dad and grandpa are the ones that cleared that area out there, and that's why the road is named Pettis Avenue. Mm Mm-hmm. Freaking cool. Oh, really cool. Now we're going to come back to the story. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was a cool. Firstly, uh, where has the work ethic gone? I myself have none. <laughs> I have no work ethic, you guys. I wrote the story 20 minutes before you we do, started You just this have bitch. no motivation. I don't know what that's all about. Uh, weed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Tuesday, November 12th. Tuesday. November 12th, 1868. It turns out that Pettus confronted Hamlet mm. on Pettus Avenue. Over? Most likely over... Rent that was rent. due. Uh-huh. They, it was known that they were good friends. Hamlet was running a home from Pettus, and they were just down the road. Hamlet's house was in the 421 district, like we said. They were around the 600 block. Mm-hmm. And Pettis Avenue. Oh, we all know where that is. The oh, 600 I totally block. Oh. <laughs> if you don't know the 600 block, who the fuck are you? Anyways. I don't know. I have no idea where so they that get is. in a confrontation. We're thinking probably over rent. Mm-hmm. I can imagine money is usually one thing that breaks friends up, unfortunately. Yeah. Hamlet shoots Pettis and leaves. Uh, you know, that doesn't seem like a good idea to me. That's not very friend like. No. I mean, no. I burned some bridges, but I didn't shoot him. Yeah, right. <laughs> you uh, might want to, Pettis, but you don't do it. While he's shot, like, kind of starts driving down the road and flags down a car. Like, gets out of his car and flags down a, an oncoming... You done there? Oncoming vehicle. And that vehicle was thought to have gone to the closest house to call mm. the sheriff and the ambulance. Mm. By the time the sheriff showed up, Pettis was in the ditch. Oh, wounded with a shotgun wounded. wound. Yeah, yeah. Dying. Yep. So, when the officer Dice arrived on the scene, Pettis was lying in the ditch, wounded with a shotgun wound. Pettis told the officer that Arthur Hamlet had shot him. By the time the second officer, who was coming from Lowell, Officer Tanner, arrived, Pettis was unconscious. Mm-hmm. Dice told Tanner what the wounded man in the ditch said. You can't tell that you're reading at all. <laughs> you can't. Jesus okay. Christ. <laughs> Shut up. So Dice Maybe told... it's that big, fat, wadded, nasty in your cheek. So I have chew in my lip. Dice told Tanner the wounded man in the ditch said that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Quit it. Okay. It's a typo. If you weren't reading so closely, you would be able to. Oh my just God! Can you please <laughs> type better than this? No, because my fingernails were getting in the way. <laughs> I was trying to do a good job, and and then my script. Oh my God! Okay. Screwed things up. So the second sheriff gets there, and Dice, the dude's passed out. Mister Pettis is passed out in the ditch with gunshot wound. Gunshot wound like Louis Armstrong. Shh. Oh, okay, shut up. You know, I, I tried to read over your typo. Now you're free balling. Officer basically told the other officer 
this is what he said mm. before he passed out two seconds ago. He said, Hamlet shot me. Yep. It was Hamlet. Yep. <laughs> yep. Let's <laughs> let's a, a grow on dim. Oh, <laughs> I see the light. Everything's getting dark. Take over, Boot. Okay, so the ambulance arrives die. to take Mr. Pettis to Blodgett Hospital, where he is treated for wounds to his abdomen. Anyways. So when Officer Tanner arrived at the rental home, just down the road on Pettis Avenue, he found Hamlet slumped over on a chair with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Does that mean he shot himself? Mm-hmm. Oh. What does a 12-gauge look like? Isn't it kind that's, of big? Isn't it like yeah, a that's... <laughs> It, well, it's a shotgun. Yeah. I don't think I'd want to see that. I don't... Mm-mm. I'm thinking there's... That's a big mess. Oh, fuck. Big mess. I didn't mess. think about that when I was typing this. Yeah. Oh, my God. Bertha, the old lady who lives there, told the officer that she was present when he shot himself. Yeah, so I'm kind of thinking he probably busted into the house. She's 88. She can't move that quick. Mm-hmm. He knows he's fucked up. He just shot a guy... In the abdomen, I'm going to assume with the same 12 gauge. It didn't say. Hmm. But, but knowing he, he's probably not going to live. It's pretty messed up. So he though. did this in front of his friend Bertha or whoever Bertha is to him. Right. Yeah. Uh, so Friday morning, Mr. Pettis passed away at the age of 72, leaving behind a daughter and a sister who lived in Canada. Yes. The family met at Metcalf Mortuary Sunday, November 17th. To mourn the loss of Glenn Ward Pettis, who, for his time, was by all means a very successful man. Mm-hmm. No question about it. Interment with the family occurred Monday at the Finley Cemetery in Ada. Arthur Hamlet is also interred at the Finley Cemetery, which mm. kind of gives the best reason to haunt that fucking cemetery. So- if any cemetery should be haunted... This cemetery cemetery should because yeah Hamlet kills Pettis and then goes home and takes the pussy way out yeah and then they get buried in the same place oh Pettis should be haunting the shit out of Hamlet and I hope he is this sounds like mm. a did we just step into a Shakespearean play yeah kind of so know. the sounds cemetery like is Hamlet. kind of a cool cemetery it's in Ada and it has this really old school it has like an old Black fence gate over it. Remember, didn't you look at pictures of it? I did. It's pretty cool. So we're going to have to check that out also. So the Findlay Cemetery is really close to where my dad used to have what we called our summer house. (laughs) Yeah. Which is funny because really it's not far from where you guys lived. It's not... Okay, normally in Michigan, if you have a summer house, you're chucking oh. up north. Oh, but it was great. It was it just was. off of Egypt Valley in a little valley. <laughs> off of Egypt Valley. It, actually, it was named something that meant something. Yeah. Unlike everything in this town where they're like, oh, Mountain uh, Ridge Egypt, is the mountain. Mountain Ridge in Cedar yeah, Springs. Yeah. Bitch, there ain't no mountains in Cedar Springs. Mm-hmm. That's a gully you're in. That's an old trailer park. Mm-hmm. You just wiped it out and put a subdivision there. The cemetery, the Fenley Cemetery is uh, on Crampton. Crampton and Two Mile. You can find Ada. it if, if you look it up. So but we have a couple really things to do to this weekend. My dad's and I'll place. grab my cameras mm. and we'll go. We should go take some because, pictures. Yeah, we have to go to the cemetery because Arthur 
the stupid guy who shot Mr. Mm-hmm. Pettis mm-hmm. is there. And then Mr. Pettis is there and his wife is there. And the daughter is buried there too, but I don't think she has a headstone. It's a... And oh. speaking of that, I found all this information on grave sites. Came what up, are you like, looking up while I'm not home? Oh, you weirdo. It's Halloween. I've been off work because I've been sick. I've been going on YouTube hunts uh-huh. with scary stuff and uh, down the rabbit hole, you wascally rabbit. And I've been watching scurry things. Mm-hmm. And it's been cool. Mm. Anyways, that's you're going what down we rabbit have. holes. Rabbit holes. Thank you for listening. You guys are awesome. Sorry about that. Get Paper. that shit out of here. What's this hit. cool band we're going to listen to tonight? Oh my god, they have the greatest name. Uh-huh. Let's do this together. Where's your nat- natural light? Raising my glass. Raise your glass. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, you guys. It's time for your happy ending. Mm. And your good note. We're going to leave us you with Thunder Chicken. Thunder Chicken. You can find Thunder Chicken on Thunder Chicken, Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. These guys are metal. They're going to rock your goddamn socks off right now. Mm -hmm. I hope you guys enjoy Thunder Chicken. Thunder Chicken. Thunder Chicken. That's got to be cut out. Okay, here's Thunder Chicken. Thunder Chicken. Peace, love, and happiness. Have a great Halloween.
Thank you for choosing Michigan Murders and Music. Please rate the show wherever you listen. Michigan Murders and Music is produced by The Boots. Episodes are researched and written by Your Highness. Edited by Your Highness. Views and opinions are the sole stupidity of us and us alone. Don't blame others, please. Listening to this podcast could quite possibly cause major problems to your earballs and definitely will mess up your kids. Permission has been given to us by the bands and we purchase our music on Bandcamp.com. Support your local music scene and all local music scenes.